When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Tiff. Hey. <clears throat> we are together. We're together. We're together. Uh, which is exciting because it's been nine months. And nine months is the longest we've ever gone not seeing each other since we were born. Since the two years when <laughs> Tiffany didn't exist. Correct. Isn't that crazy? It is the, crazy. The longest before that was when you studied abroad in China. Mm-hmm. That was six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we went to college an hour and a half away from each other. So Tiffany would call me and be like, I'm bored. So then I would drive in and we'd go get movie tickets to Frozen and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't that what the Kool-Aid guy would say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. If you looked at... (laughs) If you looked at the Childhood, the podcast Instagram, I posted some videos of us laughing. We were laughing because we binge-watched a bunch of Netflix Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stop. I saw the look in your eyes. Do that. We can't. That's gonna cause a car crash. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, now that you've ruined the segment, you you pick it back up. (laughs) (laughs) We were laughing last night, watching Christmas movies. We laugh until we cannot breathe because sometimes the script is so... The screenwriting is unwell. Yeah. It makes me question, I'm like, are we the only two that find this cringy Mm -hmm. and funny? Or, <laughs> wait, hold on. I didn't have the question. I didn't have the question thought out. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. are we? Is it us that's weird, or mm-hmm. is the movie actually that bad? Mm-hmm. All right, Tiff. Tonight, I want to start us off with the topic: Olive we're, Garden. We're jumping right in. Yeah, Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the first thing that pops into your head? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You need to give me time to process. Olive Garden was my safe space. Yeah. I also thought it was a five-star Italian restaurant. I did, too, until I was 23. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was like the only place with white tablecloths that we've ever been to. Do they I have literally that? thought that it was high end until yeah. I started dating College. Andrew. And then I mentioned the Olive Garden and he was like, that's like <laughs> shitty Italian food. And I was like, what? And then the like second date we ever went on, he took me there because he knew how much it had an influence on my life. Mm-hmm. And it ruined everything because I thought I, in my head I had this like I thought it was like magical. Yeah. And then I walked in and I was like, wait a minute, this we is would like dress fresh up. choice. Grandma would send us dresses for Christmas, like mm-hmm. with maroon velvet skirting and whatever. And I remember putting on our nicest dresses to go to the Olive Garden and yeah. putting on a headband. And then they give you the and little those, buzzer, which felt so official, and you wait for it to vibrate. And I, I would wear those black, shiny flats that mm-hmm. I had as a child. You scored it, did. But here's title. the thing. The reason why Olive Garden was so special is because as a child, I did not like any food. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a humorous sense. I did not like any food. I liked bread. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And that's it. Scene. That was the cat feeder. Yeah. So it was really difficult for my parents to feed me, right? But at the Olive Garden, you get free breadsticks. Let me let me break it down for you because <laughs> Tiffany's not going to be true. What? She would get all the breadsticks, <laughs> order minestrone soup, use the breadsticks, <laughs> lube them up in the soup, yeah. soak them until they were soggy. Wouldn't eat a single pasta yeah. shell or black bean or Nothing. any other cannelli bean that came in the soup except for that like diluted tomato broth. Yeah. That she would soak into her Still sticks. Still sounds good. I would soak, it was good. I would do a stick soak and then <laughs> I would make my dad eat the like remnants of the soup. And it was really good. And I remember on average, I would eat 10 to 15 breadsticks in one sitting. i remember they gave us paper placemats with Mm -hmm. like little word games and activities and crayons on them and i was doing a crossword and then it was like the word italy or something was in the crossword but it wasn't in the word bank like they'd Mm -hmm. forgotten to include it in the word bank and I remember, like, raising my hand multiple times and being like, excuse me, did you know Italy is missing from your word bank? It's like, because I found this word. <laughs> and I was, like, hoping someone would revise this error. Nerd. I also always left comment cards. There oh was a comment card God. box. No, but it was always oh. to say, like, your salad is incredible. <laughs> I always like positive reviews I, about their salad. I need people to understand if they haven't picked up on it already. Chanel was born as a 40-year-old woman. <laughs> and so her life trajectory, like when she was 20, she was 60. <laughs> and so now you're like almost 70 years old. <laughs> I, on the other hand, was shoveling sticks down my throat. <laughs> Yeah, but we went to Olive Garden for every major event because that was if the you, only thing I'd eat. Yeah, we did. Right before Tiffany went to college. Mm-hmm. Dad's birthday. The The thing about the breadsticks, in case you've never had Olive Garden breadsticks, in which I'm very sorry, I don't know what happened there. 
They're actually not that good. Yeah, they are because, but think about this. It's like a very soft, smooth baguette. Right. That's what I thought in my mind. And Mm -hmm. then when Andrew took me on that date, because of how much I hyped up Olive Garden, I realized in that moment, Mm -hmm. they're actually like plastic, synthetic white bread. (laughs) But I'm also like, what if we went to a bad Olive Garden? Maybe we should go to Olive Garden before Thanksgiving. No, no, it's not safe. We can't go anywhere. We're st- I remember it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. We're stuck in a pandemic. Pandemic. What was I going to say? Oh, <clears throat> so our first question for you all is what is something that you remember from childhood, which you revisited later, and then all of your ideas of it were shattered? Oh, that's so sad. No, it's not. Okay. It can be technical. Like, even a playground you went to where you're like, this is a kingdom. Oh, this is dope. And, and then, then you, you go back and yeah. you're like, wow, this slide is smaller than... Speaking of, you just unlocked something. What? The playground in France. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany? <laughs> Tiffany has oh, this way of injuring herself everywhere we go. In, like, a horribly slow way. Yeah. We were in France at a park, and there's a zip line. <laughs> Tiffany held on to the handles of the zip line, let her body <laughs> let go off the platform, held on, but never picked up her feet. So just dragged her body along the ground, hanging from a zip line. <laughs> it twisted my ankle backwards. <laughs> Because my feet were dragging on the ground and I never lifted them up, so it pulled one of my ankles back and I like literally sprayed my ankle and had to use crutches the rest of the trip yes. in Paris. That was the <clears throat> same trip where they had to carry me up the stairs into our little, the place we were staying. Mm-hmm. And then I pooped in the duvet. <laughs> <laughs> duvet it's a bidet <laughs> i pooped in a bidet i thought it was a toilet didn't we tell that story i think we got it out but who knows i don't know anymore i know did we tell you all this story already yeah can you tell us <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know i pooped in a bidet and chanel used her hands to get it out hands in a bowl not just my hands <laughs> tiffany pooped in a bidet because she thought it was a toilet <laughs> and didn't understand why it didn't flush and i was like uh you just pooped in a bidet dog and then i got a bowl and scooped out her poops oh individually god. and put them in the trash didn't we tell this oh my god we probably did because i remember thinking what if our cousin listens to this and then realizes that i did that that's so funny i don't know you let us know anyway that trip to paris was good <laughs> okay Anything else you want to touch on? When I was little, there was a day I decided that I wanted a very simple room. Like, I wanted to pretend that I lived in a cabin and just had one bed with one thin blanket and, like, a notebook on the table and a kettle. And so I decided I would live in my closet and just have a minimal living space. Okay. And I could not fit my bed in my closet. Uh And so instead, I put my polar bear rug in it and i was like i will sleep on this <laughs> and a bookshelf all right 
And that's it. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. We went from topic to topic. I and can't that... believe we used to have a radio show. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Okay. We used to have a radio show that we hosted in the closet. It was called, listen to this, you know how there's like KQED and NPR, like a bunch of letters? Ours was, are you okay? Which I still think is really genius. Yeah, just four letters. So you go like, welcome to Are You Okay Radio. (laughs) And we're like, we'd like to report a traffic jam on 101. (laughs) And we had a little tape recorder and we would just tape it for no one. We would tape it and then we also had an old really clunky laptop that wouldn't mm-hmm. connect to the internet or anything but you could still oh type wow. on it unlocked memory unlocked i know <laughs> ding ding memory unlocked and so i would type out little scripts on this old laptop mm-hmm. we would sing songs from space jam interview each other totally. and it was so dark because i didn't have a light in my closet yeah. So we just sit on these little white stools in the dark and talk into a tape recorder. Nice. And that's like not that far from what we're doing now, honestly. Correct. But now we have people actually listening. <clears throat> Can I tell you a memory? Yeah, you're shooting off. Just I know. keep going. Yeah, go ahead. Some afternoons, I used to go to the little creek at Bull Park. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because it felt like a secret creek because you kind of had to walk down this embankment. And I would bring a cup and I would just squat by the water and scoop out little inchworms that were drowning. Okay. That were coming downstream. Yep. And that would be a full activity, afternoon activity. Can you would imagine? Would you go by yourself? Yeah. I was like, I'm going who, to go who, scoop out worms. Who drove you to Bull Park? We lived close enough to walk. So you walked there by yourself? What age? Or bike. This was through middle school. Hmm. I would also bike to Walgreens alone all the time just to get a pack of Mike and Ikes. My memories of Bull Park are so different than yours. What'd you do there? Well, I played truth or dare with boys in the creek. What'd you guys do? <laughs> um, we were like in eighth grade and like me and my friends would go down to the creek with like the boys in the grade. We just played truth or dare by the creek. I know, but what did you truth and dare? Oh, like weird stuff. Obviously. I don't even remember the details, but it was just like weird eighth grade stuff. Like hug him for 15 seconds, you know, stuff like that. And uh, we don't like to think about it because it's so cringy. (laughs) (laughs) Unlocking too many memories. Um, but it was, that's my association to Bull Park. And the crawdads. Ah. And the crawdads. A lot of crawdads. We would, we would save them or not save them. Wait, what would we do with them? I, I remember releasing the crawdads, but like, why did we have them in the first place? We would buy crawdads from Asian markets. Not crawdads, but like. Crabs. Yeah. And release them. Do you remember you that? You bought crabs? All the time. I would buy, I would ask mom to buy them for me and then I would release them in the Baylands. Because you know how they're stacked in Asian markets, the crabs are like stacked in a tub. Yeah. But they're still alive. It's like a, it's like a dry tub and there's just like hundreds of crabs in it. So I would just like take some and then release them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you think they lived? No. <laughs> I don't know if the water conditions were right. I don't know. If, but it's better levels. than being boiled. Yeah. 
is dying a slow death in the wrong environment. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about it. I literally have PTSD from hearing mom boil a crab for the first time. When? Dude, she boiled a crab with me home. Did it scream? It screamed so loud. And I walked into the kitchen because I was like, what is that? And I saw the crab trying to get out of the boiling pot. And I will never forget that. Mom <gasps> felt really bad. She shouldn't have done that, though. <gasps> yeah. You saw murder. It was murder. Anyway. That was an unlocked memory. Uh, I'm unlocking lots of things. <laughs> All right. I have a memory. Okay. Do you remember when... Do you remember when we would have lip gloss that tasted like cream soda or like strawberry sorbet? Yeah. And then you would coat your lips Mm -hmm. and then you would just lick it off to taste it. Yep. I remember my friend chugged a lip gloss bottle. Oh. And then violently threw up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Remember the root beer lip gloss? No, chapstick? Yeah, there was all kinds of weird smackers, had like a whole line of stuff. Kids do weird things for attention. You know, like there was a kid in my grade, we were all sitting at the lunch table, and then a cockroach was on the table, and he just picked it up and ate it. And I was like, what, what, what motivated you to do that? Because then he can be the kid who ate the cockroach. He ate it? He ate it. I won't name names, but (laughs) he ate it. (laughs) And everyone's like, whoa, man, like, why you do that? But it it just always doing weird things for attention. What are you writing down there? Ideas. Okay. Tiff, what's your least favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. You're what? Chanel's speechless. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't know that. Why? I don't like Thanksgiving food. What? I thought you were going to say like New Year's. New Year's I just ignore. It's not even a holiday. I didn't know you didn't like Thanksgiving. I would prefer to skip it. Head over right over to Christmas. <laughs> you don't like mashed potatoes? Or no. sweet potatoes? Not mashed. <laughs> now you give me a baked potato. I'll eat that. Well, I liked our Thanksgivings because they were Asian, so we had Asian food. But the concept of Thanksgiving to me screams white colonization. <laughs> and it screams almost for some reason privilege. And then just like the food is not good. No offense. Sorry, everybody. Um, so for me, it's not my most favorite. Wow. What's yours? Least favorite holiday? New Year's. How come? Because you're getting older? Why would that make it less of a favorite? That's obvious why. But what? wait, why? Because you're getting older. Why, why would that make me hate New Year's? Time's pissing. <laughs> Time is pissing before your very eyes. <laughs> No, I just think that there's so much hype around it. It's a false deadline. It is time then for you. Mm. Yeah. I don't like the time aspect either because time doesn't exist, but it's basically marking. Can you stop drinking your <laughs> loud ass water? 
while the mic is right on your face. <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> Put it down. I'm so thirsty. Um, I don't like how it makes people feel like they're losing time when time is made up. Are you losing time or gaining time? Because you're celebrating a new year. You're losing time because a year just passed. That's how I see it. But you're not losing it because you already lost it. That's true. Hey, Tiff. What? Do you remember Gogurt? Of course. And we would freeze them. We would freeze them. And then you cut, open the little tip, and then you you bite down on the Gogurt tube. Yeah. And and get like a turd like an of inch. Gogurt. Yeah. And then you slide it out and then you just suck on this cylinder of yogurt. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was it to put yogurt in a plastic tube? And why was it such a good idea? Genius. There's a lot of ideas that I have in my head about food all the time. But I'm like, how would I even make this a reality? Like what? I don't know. I don't remember them. They pop in and pop out. They say hello and they leave my head. You need to write them down. For what? I'm not going to become a go-gurt CEO. What? If there's something, if there's a better way to eat something... Not my interest. Someone else can do it. <laughs> hey, Chanel. Yeah. What were you most afraid of as a child? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to sound really weird. Say it. I used to have dreams, like stress dreams. You used to have night terrors. That's, yeah. that's a whole different Well, I used to have night terrors and I would wake up. No, no, no. I would still be asleep, but my eyes would be open. Yeah, so freaky. It was, and I'd be sobbing. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, and you're not supposed to wake people up there in a night terror. So we just had to watch you, like, have this creepy, like, you were, like, sitting up in bed, crying, crying. but you were asleep. With my eyes open. I, yeah. And do you know what I was dreaming about? No. I'll tell you. One that I remember the most vividly was that my whole family and extended family was in a purple hotel room that was piled to the ceiling with oranges. And I remember grandma and grandpa getting into the elevator with piles of orange peels Mm -hmm. because they had peeled enough to take a load down. But all of us had to peel all of those oranges. And it stressed me out. And I started sobbing. I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. You know what reoccurring dream I had as a kid that really, really traumatized me? What? Because I couldn't get it out of my head. What? It's like on El Camino, this like street in Palo Alto, actually all over California. But (laughs) on El Camino in the dream, there was a tiny little store front with like a with a glass door, you know, like how a 7-Eleven entrance or something. And then I walk in and Frankenstein is there with mom. And something, I don't remember, I just remember what Frankenstein looked like really well, but it was something really disturbing where like mom was like strapped down and like I had to kill Frankenstein. <laughs> uh... <laughs> And I uh, had that dream every <laughs> night for like six years. So cool. <laughs> 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 
submit any ideas of your mom being strapped down and what that brings up for you. <laughs> also, changing topics, but kind of related to dreams. We're watching Castle in the Sky. It's a Miyazaki film. And just like all of his films, the whole thing feels like a dream, but it also feels real. It's so freaky. It makes me feel so weird inside because I feel like I'm in a completely, like, I feel like I'm transported into a world that exists, but is like a dream. And Chanel brought up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You high? <laughs> I'm not good at articulating. No, no, no. I follow. Chanel brought up Totoro in it broke my brain because I forgot that we used to watch Totoro every day (laughs) in childhood and like I have such strong associations of that movie with like growing up and like how much that little monster meant to me the the cute thing Totoro (laughs) Totoro Totoro was a very magical film and I love that it was based on two sisters that's what it was yeah do you remember Disneyland Autotopia? Do I remember? It was the first time we got to drive cars. I know. It's like the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I think they got rid of it, right? Which is foolish. It was like this ride where there's cars on a track, but then you get your own driver's license. You get your own driver's license. You drive your own little car on the track. So Thanksgiving traditions, we used to know this family who had a pizza shop in L.A. We would drive down to L.A. every Thanksgiving, go to Disneyland. Dad wouldn't want to buy food inside the park because it was too expensive. So he would buy these um, like Hawaiian rolls. Mm -hmm. Good bread. Um, And then put (laughs) turkey and mustard. Inside the rolls. And then I just remember, I have a memory of like eating them in a little park outside of Disneyland and then filling ourselves and then going in to begin the day. Now it seems like it'd be my worst nightmare. Yeah. Lots of people, lines. But it could be fun after the panty ends. Remember storming over California? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Tiffy, I have some email stories to read. Okay. Oh, my God. Chanel printed them out. (laughs) And she took notes, like, anecdotally. (laughs) I like underlining things. And there's so many compliments you all send, and I just like having them. I know. She always reads them to me. Yeah. So this first story is from Hannah. She said that when she was little and she was bored, she would do an arts and recycling project where she'd go into each room and take an item out of the trash to create art with it. Mm-hmm. And so she made a little piece and then showed her mom and said her mom looked horrified but started laughing. And she didn't understand why until it was explained that she used one of the backings of a period liner pad. <laughs> <laughs> that little rectangular strip of paper. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And she had pasted it onto a piece of paper, drawn a smiley face on it, and turned it into a portrait of a worm. Oh! <laughs> but so cute to use trash for art. 
I know. That's really smart. Period pad liner as a worm. Genius. Yeah. This is why kids are geniuses. And then I have another story from Lena who said, During the winters, we believed in a magical spirit called Glowy. We thought Glowy would bring snow. Um, So they filled buckets with random things from their kitchen and anything they would find outside. And then they would put it in a bucket and call them little things sacrifices. Oh. (laughs) Hang the bucket in a tree for Glowy to eat so they'd make it snow. And then they would check. The buckets and the food would always be gone, but reflecting back, she says it was likely a raccoon that ate their <laughs> quote-unquote stew. <laughs> it's so cute. cute. I like that name, Glowy. I would right. name an animal that. Glowy, who makes it snowy. Or a human. I would name a human Glowy. You would name a human Glowy? Imagine. <laughs> Imagine my Glowy daughter's Miller. name Glowy. <laughs> so cute. Glow for short. That is yeah, cute. that's cute. Oh my! I have like seven children. Listen to this. I'm someone who doesn't even want human kids that bad, but I always think of names: Olive, Gray, Poppy, Maple, Pearl, Glowy, Glowy. <gasps> I love Olive and Gray. Pearl reminds me of the whale from SpongeBob, Mr. Krabs' daughter. Nothing wrong with that. True. I also. When I was in sixth grade, we had to come up with an entire binder of plans for our future lives. Mm-hmm. And I wanted twins <laughs> so that I could name them Vicky and Ricky. Ew. <laughs> and I also. Horrible names. I Ew, wanted to That name... reminds me of the spirit god. <laughs> I, I wanted to name my kid Apple, but Glenn. Gwyneth mm. Paltrow did that, and so mm. then I thought, okay, I'll name my kid Pear and mm. spell it P-A-E-R. Ugh. God. I know. Gives me the shivers. You also wanted to name your kid K-Y, Kai. Yeah, but that's lube. I know, but you'd always think, I'm going to name my kid K-Y. I, well, it's like Sky, but without the S. I just, I just don't ever want to put a child through something where they go like, hey, barista goes, hey, what's your name? Kai. Spells it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I just completely spaced out. I I don't know what I was saying either. I want people to know. What? (laughs) (laughs) I said nothing along those lines. You said, hey, Bruce. No, I said, a barista barista (laughs) goes, what's your name? It's Kai. Spells it totally wrong. He lives his whole life having to explain how to spell his name. That's so annoying. That's That applies to so many names, including mine. Yeah. How many times do you think they've spelled my name right in my lifetime? Rarely. 20%. That's what I'm saying. So it's for me, I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to give a freebie, give them an easy to spell. Tiff, I want to ask you, what were your nicknames growing up? I mean, it's pretty obvious. Tiff, Tiffy. That's about it. I made Laura and mom call me Heather and Melissa for like a year. Excuse me? Because Laura and I both wanted different names. So we would... Melissa? Melissa. You wanted to be Melissa Miller? I did. Tiffany. Yeah. Where'd you get that idea? I don't know. (laughs) Anywho. 
Your names, your nicknames, Coco, Chanel. Yeah, I was called Coco. Coco, Chan Chan, Chani, Chanelli. Oh, so quick story. When we were little, Tiffany could not pronounce my full name. Yeah. So she calls me Anel. Um, so I'm literally saved as basically anal in both of their phones. A-N-E-L. Yeah, mom still calls you anal. 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 Anel. 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 And then she only, she has my name saved in her phone as Anel T. <laughs> and then Chanel's, <laughs> Chanel's is Anel. <laughs> That's so funny. We have another story from Emily who says that she spent a lot of time running errands and pretending to be a grown-up as a child. And when she went to the grocery store, her parents would say, debit on the amount. And she thought they were saying, debit on the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) She was obsessed with this phrase and would say it over and over again while swiping a little plastic credit card on a pretend plastic cash register. That's so funny. Debit on the mountain, debit on the I've mountain. I've gotten so many phrases and idioms wrong in my life that my old manager used to write down things that I'd say or phrases that he'd say that I didn't know about because he thought it was so bizarre that I had never heard of like 90% of them. And then I was thinking maybe it's a cultural thing. Like maybe mom didn't use, use them. Use those idioms. So I just had never heard of them. Yeah. But all my coworkers were always like, what? Totally. Yeah. Can you think of one? Yeah. Kick a gift. Wait, I don't even know it. Kick a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm going to Google it. Kick a gift gif- horse. Kick a gift horse. Wait, you want to hear Kick one a- thing I was confused about when I was little? I thought pubic hair was pubic hair. Like Obamacare. <laughs> <laughs> pubic hair. No, sorry. It's uh, I just Googled it. It's kick a gift horse in the mouth. Never heard that. Don't question the value of a gift. The proverb refers to the practice of evaluating the age of a horse by looking at its teeth. And then there's like, don't skin a cat dead or something. Don't don't sk- kick a dead horse. No, don't kick a... <laughs> <laughs> kick a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> No, but there's always, there's also don't kick the dead horse. No, there's not. No? We'll look it up. Don't kick a dead dog. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely don't do Flagging that. a dead horse is an idiom that means a particular effort is a waste of time as there will be no outcome. Flogging a dead horse. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a... Uh, What's it called? Um, don't skin a, don't skin a cat. Don't skin a cat. Meaning, oh, there's more than one way to skin a cat. What? Which I hate. Which Why? Is, there's more Who than was skinning cats enough to come up with that? And I don't know. I hate catchy. it. Anyway, okay, I have one from the DMs. You want to hear? It goes to answer. Okay, this one's from Amanda. To answer your last question from the last podcast, a place that was literally heaven to me as a kid that I would always look forward to was Blockbuster Video. Yep. My mom used to take me and my little sister every Friday after school to kick off our weekend and we'd spend the Friday night watching movies together as a family. And then she, oh my gosh, she talks about the movie concession snacks 
And a weekly ritual and a great way for us to remember to return our movies on time. I feel so cultured in the entertainment sphere because of all the movies I got to explore. And I really miss the tactical feeling of actually holding a movie in your hands and taking it home for a weekend. It's definitely a unique experience that I won't be able to have with my future kids. RIP Blockbuster. Oh, gosh. Does everyone remember their neighborhood Blockbuster? I do. So vividly. So vividly. It was a whole experience just to watch something because you we would walk there, right? We'd walk there and just the smell of it was so special. And then like walking up and down the aisles and then like going into the horror movie section just for fun, mm-hmm. just to see it mm-hmm. and then leaving that section and then getting all the snacks. Yeah. So good. And also they had a gumball machine and some yeah. of the gumballs had little stickers yeah. And if you get a gumball with a sticker, you get a free movie rental. Yep. Yeah, the racks, those like black metal racks. Yeah. There is a TikTok I sent you recently. Yeah. There's one blockbuster left in the world. And someone made a TikTok of him finding it. And then he like goes inside. And it's so magical. We used to rent Mr. Bean all the time. I can't believe they can just stream whatever is, you know? Like, I know. And music. Yeah. You, we would buy, we used to get iTunes gift cards for our birthday, 99 cents a song. And it was like a $25 gift card. So you had 25 songs Songs. a year. (laughs) Yeah. You had to be so selective. And dad would always tell me I get one song a month. One song a month? Nothing. Dad, since you listened to this, you should have given me more songs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We loved hearing all of your stories about running errands that seemed to tap into a well of memories for many people going to Home Depot, Barnes and Noble, libraries, all of these things. And if you think about it, those were like the only adventurous activities we had to do as children. (laughs) Yeah, errands with your parents. Yeah. 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 So we want to hear more stories from you all that you can send to childhoodthepodcast at gmail.com. And we want to hear, number one, where was a special place to dine out as a kid? For us, it was Olive Garden. That was the VIP exclusive dine out spot. Two, um, can you remember your neighborhood blockbuster? Three, What are some idioms you grew up hearing that you didn't recognize or that were common in your family? And four, (laughs) what is something that you thought was like amazing growing up and then when you got older realized it was not as amazing? And for your fifth essay. (laughs) Okay, just so you know, these are just guided questions. You can answer one or none. You literally do not have to answer any of them. (laughs) But if they tickle your brain, send your story over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, Tiff, so great to be here with you. And lastly, I just want to say, when Tiffany and I go to sleep, she always has to say goodnight. And I have to say goodnight after her. And then if I make a single sound or cough or anything, she has to do it again. Like the night has to be completed in sealed off silence. So if anyone has that type of OCD, let <laughs> us know. <laughs> it is a type of OCD. My OCD manifests in weird ways, but I I cannot 
I feel a deep sense of discomfort if the night is not sealed off with a good night because I feel like the other person will die if that isn't the case. What? Yeah. You knew that. Damn. Um, and that is your dark That's the <laughs> takeaway for the night. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> good, good night. night.